thank you to our three sponsors for supporting our podcast. John Russell's Art Caterers and Milltown Pies, who offer fantastic catering services. Alexander Grace Law, who provide modern and client-led legal services. And SBE Furnishings, who offer high-quality furnishings and electrical items at fantastic prices. We always have a good chat when we're at the when we're at yeah. the cricket, but well, to get... we do. Well, we'll have to wait till this COVID finishes. We'll get within four yards Interesting. Just tell us about your experience with Pravacar, because I'm with you. You know, I'm I didn't with like it. Really didn't like it. He thought, no, I didn't. I, I, didn't. I, thought I probably, probably didn't play my best with Pravacar, because no. I just, I don't know. Well, you know what he was like, Jay. Yeah? Somebody yeah. turn up, he scratched the ball. If yeah. if he didn't take the wickets, he weren't going to get an LB unless no. they really edged it. He weren't going to get a cart behind. Am I right, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. But what a ball, what a ball. I mean, we, we I think, he subbed for us against Enfield and we signed him on that uh, basis. I can remember him, I can remember that one. It was unbelievable because he was the first test bowler to bowl a slower ball. He yeah. like invented it. Yeah. It was unbelievable, his arm come over. I mean, I can remember one of the Enfield batters, he bowled his slower ball at him and he must have had three goals at it. Yeah, <laughs> and then missed it and it didn't bowl it. But he proed for us, Brian, in 91, I think he was. Was it? Right, yeah. Arguably, best all round it well when we had him, weren't it? Yeah, he, only, he only bowled when he wanted to bowl, Matthew. He only he only put it in when he was some days he, he couldn't be bothered. And if the wicket were a bit dodgy, he didn't want to know, he, 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 wouldn't, he wouldn't bat. He tried to hit everything because he could bat. Yeah. He could bat, couldn't he, Jez? Yeah, I was a fantastic cricketer. Could you remember Mansour? You know, what oh, a great player he was. He was a good I'll tell you what, he's probably one of the best all rangers I've played with. Yeah. But first of all, I remember Mansour. Yeah. The best all ranger, I think. I mean, it's my opinion. We've got a lot of good ones who are Dodders, Armanoff. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. He, 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 he went at roughly two and a half and over under eight ball overs. How many years did he play for? Two and a one? I can't remember yet. Can you? I don't know. Yeah, I can find out for you. He went for two, he went for two and a half and over, eight ball overs. Didn't get many. He was very difficult to score off. Really. Man at match in the 1983 Cup final. Yeah. In fact, in Curti played it. In fact, I have a photo somewhere in the middle of our Wendy. She was 10. Right? <laughs> World Cup medal round in it. Curtis put it in there and took a photo of it. So they always say to her, Hey, you're very honoured there, you know. So. I mean, Armanath had four years with us. Yeah, no, I, can't, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, 70, sorry, 77, 78, 1881. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as I say, they all blend into, because I played with that many. All yeah, of course. Dates wise, I'm not, I'm done, I'm done so bad. So, you know, 
No, you've done really well, Brian. What's um, just you know, you, you could, like you said, Amanas was so steady, and he would you know he'd get he'd win your games. You know, his bowling was was just phenomenal. Then he'd get you the runs when he needed, but not not flamboyant. What what's your memories around when Curtie was the pro for those three good. years? Good, good. I like Curtie. Yeah, good. good. You weren't as, I mean, I think it's semi final. I went on to watch that the semi final again in Nibol Botham. Yeah, that's but right. Both, yeah. Mate. They definitely got both of me. Jimmy got man at matching final. Yeah. Inter. Yeah, yeah. But, we, we've had Kirchie on the podcast. We've had him. Um, we, you know, chatted f- through a few things with him, and you know, he was such a frustrating type of fellow, weren't he? His first year was young and naive. His second year, he when all the pros, you know, top pros were in the league, and he got yeah. oh, they were brilliant. Eleven hundred and sixty odd runs, and then I remember when, him flat batting Madassa. Uh, straight, it was like uh, I can't, I can't explain the shot. And it went yeah. straight into trees. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was yeah. just like that, that boom, just like that, you know, like a punch. And yeah. it was incredible. I mean, he had record for sixes, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Remember the Bill, the uh, shoot off at Colm between him and College King? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got 87. Yeah. London and odd plus. But biggest hit by John Hartley. He hit one straight, not at the bowling green end. The other way, it went over the fence. You know how it goes up, but yeah, back, yeah. it went into the garden. Yeah. Massive it. Massive it. Talk about him. He was a good all-rounder with John Harper. Yeah. I'll just touch on the 1980 Cup final. Yeah, go on, Brian. Tell us what happened there. 1980 Cup, Cup final. When we were a bit naive, well, lofty were, a bit naive, when, when they did us up like a kipper. We obviously didn't finish the innings. Can the build up, Brian? Can you remember the build up to the game and what it was like going to that oh, game? Oh, it was We never seen out like it. I can remember they took a what they did. They took a photo of each uh, side in front of the banner, you know, Martini advertising winners. So what we did, <laughs> we let it down. We let it was like folded up. Everybody to take it folded up, and then you get another one took. <laughs> we let the damn. Something like, well, like this thing. I don't take it that winners. So, on Portal, it had, I don't know what it was, it had bloody winners on it. We were funny with that. And he uh, lost a score with Swartwood for Gooden. What they did, obviously, they didn't. I think they had nine and ten batting. Nine and ten batting when we had to come off. Because of yeah. yeah. So, we get there. We bought a lot. Big crowd. Week after, lo and behold, the run ups are cut with covers on them, and the outfield haven't been touched, and there was nothing on the wicket. Yeah, I know we struggled, we struggled. Why I'm telling you this, we, we struggled. John Hartley got a 50, if I remember rightly, and obviously, we were all short and they won it. But we played them two weeks later, Jez. Yeah, right at home. Yeah. And we beat them with 10 wickets. Yeah. We beat them with 10, because I got a decent score. And I think we're 59 for one. I carried me back. They only got 130-odd. And uh, John Hartley, and it, it a very quick 50. I don't know if got 50 or not. I ended up with an all right. I think about two weeks later that, Jez. 
Absolutely, because I don't, you know, me, Shez mentioned when he was on the podcast, me and him were told we had to play for 13, 13 game went ahead. So, but there was literally thousands of people on that game, weren't there? Well, right. it's for the turn round, Dorothy did go in. They all said, our committee said, right, this is what you do. Tell them we're not going on, we're not playing, right? So, after they saw them, I mean, it were headquarters then, weren't it? They ruled, they ruled the roost in East Line. Yeah. So, they said, right, don't go out, we'll give them the cup. Right. But what they, they didn't realise is, and it, it, we're wise after the event, they don't have to give everybody the money back. They've had to, that were the route, they'd, have, they'd have had to, like, refund everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because it weren't a complete match. Right. But lofted it, you know, I mean, I'd have done the same. When it's, when they said, well, you go out now, it was something like that, you go out now or you forfeit the match. Yeah. So we did his best, but obviously, yeah. Peter Swart bowling on a uncovered wicket <coughs> and Lunnels were born out. Yeah, and, and Swart got uh, 52 for six off his 18 overs. But yeah. it must have been a great occasion, that, Brian, that, you know, the first the first final in the yeah, club. Yeah, it were, yeah. It were, it, it were good to get to a final. Yeah. But like I say, you know, all, all things being equal, we could have won that. And in, uh, is it 81, uh, we have been great, we should have won league. We just didn't like to win, Jess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we've won now. Yeah, that's a common theme. That's what's been said previously, and you know, thankfully that we should have learned. How, we never learned how to win. Yeah, that we buffalo's off our back now. Season, we didn't lose it. I think last week, um, next at last match, Alan Holding on a shirt fronter on oh, their wickets, but we got got Burnley out for hundred and four on on one at bat, a cracking batting wicket. Yeah, and we ended up ninety six all out. Right. And we we led to his own downfall. You know, it was one of these, well, if he don't get them, somebody else will get this 96. Yeah. I think, and that cost us league. That, to me, that did cost us the league. Yeah. We'd have won that, we'd have been home and dry. It would have been us, it was them they'd have to get. Rottenstall would have had to, like, get five points. No us, but that's how, it, that's how it, you know, that's how it worked out. Got yeah, but Burnley uh, got 113 and we were 88 all right. Yeah, I can't remember the scores. I know, yeah. I know they didn't get a big score. I did, I did love to get some wickets. Yeah, 47 oh. for four, yeah. Yeah, I know he bowled well that day. But mm. I say it, it was a cracking batting wicket. When yeah. they were, I thought, I'm going to be chasing a big, you know, obviously they elected to bat, I think. Don't know, we might have put them in. We should have won that. I'll tell you what, Brian, I hope my memory's as good as yours, remembering stuff like that. Yeah, they did win toss and they battered Crikey. And that's well, what, that's I just assume that. I assume, yeah, I assume that. Yeah, I'll just tell you, the, I'll just, I don't know, I'll, I'll just tell one more funny story. Well, I'll go on to slip fielding. Two best fields I've ever seen. 
was Joaland, my era, and Lofty, obviously. Two totally different types of sleep. I know you, you, it was to, Joe was an anticipation. He could read a batter. I'm not being funny. He'd say to me, he would first sleep, he'd say, Look, he's just turning, and you know, you know what I mean. He went back up. I'll just go. You, you, you come a bit this way, Brian, and I'll just go your. Hey, lo and behold, straight to it. Never died. You never saw your dad. You were waiting for it. And he was a big, a big horse racing fan, and he used to come out to field with racing balls in his pocket. <laughs> right. And listen, listen. Right. And he'd look. He'd say between. I fancy this. Look, I'm going to have this. And he had a mate that used to come on, right? They'd be changing over and he'd run to boundary edge and put a bet on. He'd put a bet on, right? He said, I've just, yeah, anyone. And put a racing pause, went back in position, he slips. Yeah, in incredible. Anyway, <laughs> me and uh, Jordan were playing at East Lines at the headquarters. They always dress smart. China Cups, everything was set out, and uh, Joe says uh, we were batting. So he says, uh, hey, Tease here, are you a bit hungry? So, so he's going to, he went to there, and they were all covered up, the tea were covered up. So he lifts it up, and there are these little bite sized batties, right? So he said, yeah, throw me one, throw me one to So we ate the lot. We ate, I'm not true. We ate the lot, put the cover back, but he missed one. Anyway, <laughs> so he come, comes in, he comes in, lifts the cover up, there's one pie there left. And Joe leans over, picks it up, and says, I'm not leaving that. And they all looked at him, they all, they all, they all looked at him, we demolished. I mean, they're only a mouthful, they only go, we ate theirs. Oh, oh, it too. Yeah, I mean, in them days, it, it went, oh, it was funny. Character, absolute character. I'll tell you what, that day I got 27. He got 70 odd against Oldie, Michael Oldie. Not Michael Oldie, Dennis Lillard. Sorry. Yeah. I needed, yeah. He come in at number three. Did he back well? He yeah. used to. He, he, his line of defence were. It looked like he used to turn his arse towards ball like that. Hello, <laughs> hit it. His arse must have been black and blue. Honestly, that's how he used to like. He never left. He used to go. Oh, <laughs> carry on. Honey. But you don't get uh, seventy odd again, Lillian. No, um, yeah, no, no, because no. he was sharp. That would say. I said that would. Year that'd be 71 when he did that, yeah. yeah. Character, character. I mean, I think Lofty holds the record for catches, doesn't it? Six catches in a in different positions, or five catches, two each slips, and three <laughs> other positions. He can't <laughs> get a collection, he yeah. can't five, yeah. but he can get a collection, yeah. which I thought would be harsh. Yeah, <laughs> but calm with that. Which, can, which, did you play that, Matt? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, I remember it, yeah. It was different, you were in different positions, weren't it? Wherever it was, they were like 80 odd for four and then 240, so we're all on boundary edge and he caught three on boundary edge. Right, <laughs> right, I can't, I can't remember how we did it. I know he, I know he, I know he got five catches. Yeah, 1987. Yeah. 
Yeah, he holds a re- he holds a record with um, Mark Griffin from Hazzy and Rottenstall, and yeah. Peter Nicholson who played at Bay Cup. Yeah, Pete Nick. He was wicket. He, well, he was captain for a bit with Pete Nicholson, and he kept wicket, didn't he? Six um, six catches in the game. Yeah, I've done six. Look, that's in one game. That, that's my record. Yeah. Six, <laughs> did stump many, but six in a game. I don't know against, but. I, Against Haslinden. Yeah, how's it? How's it? 1986. <laughs> Oh, blinking heck, I'm sweating here. What <laughs> event time is this? I've been interrogated. That is star for. Anything else? Yeah, well, 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 well. In uh, 1976, right. I was looking for something to for hand-eye coordination to keep keep me fit. So I gave up football, which obviously I'm a goalkeeper, and played squash. Started to get coached. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quite reasonable at it. Yeah. I've never known a game. I've said that to you for hand eye coordination and keeping yourself fit. It was brilliant. I mean, I played for Trinity. We went from Holy Trinity to Trinity. I started with when this is, well, I'll go back to Jack Whittam. We were playing, we were playing one match up at, uh, we were in Sunday School League. Jack would be about 18, 19, so I was. And uh, we won 14 now. Jack got nine. Right? Yeah. So we're going off the chain and we noticed two blokes watching in tracksuits, halfway alive, watching match. So we go to the changing room. They calls Jack over. I said, who were they about? He said, it's Alan Brown, Sheffield Wednesday manager. He said, he wants me to go for a trial next week. You Joe? He said, no. I said, I thought you were taking I said, no. He said, it's right. So, he asked trial. Anyway, we used to have a meeting on Friday night before we played football. He said, sorry, I can't play. I've signed on. He said, I haven't to play any any amateur football. Anyway, he went, obviously, got it for steam. We were very injured, bro. He used to get his leg hurt. And anyway, Liverpool, you can check up. Liverpool. Bought him, right. Liverpool, right? And I think, I think he claimed to fame where they game United, uh, Liverpool game, uh, Manchester United meeting Liverpool three out and he come on and got an hat trick. <laughs> so he obviously a decent footballer, and he had it. And then he went and bought an hotel. In. I still keep in contact with. Him. He he's give it up now, but he had an hotel in Sheffield. He went back to. To Sheffield, I went to it. I mean, we all good friends. Then went to his his wedding at Gibbon Bridge. Still married to the same woman, Jose. Yeah, I just FaceTiming now and again. You know all the yeah. going off. His granddad won the Victoria Cross. I'm just reading about yeah, him. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that was his. That was his granddad. He came over to open school. Thomas Whitton, yeah. Yeah, Thomas Whitton. Well, he, that that was his granddad. And he he was only living relatives, so they got into to, when it opened. And I didn't know, I didn't know, else I'd have gone and uh, met him, you know, yeah, good lad. 
don't know, just come off the subject of it there. Oh, well, it's, it's good, it's good history. Just going, I mean, I don't, I don't want to blow my own foot. I have had an hundred, and it was in uh, when Robertson were pro at Burnley. I don't know whether you're able to remember this. There was an aircraft crashed, and the load of people from Padium got killed in it, and a few from Burnley. So I get a phone call from Norman McLeod, which obviously McLeod's dad. He says, we want to raise some money for a, would you like to play? We're putting a team together to play Burnley. Burnley, who, uh, he, he were pro with Robertson. I said, yeah. Anyway, the uh, Dave Clarkson was there, Bobby Entwistle. And I opened, anybody could have opened, I opened with Bobby Entwistle. Anyway, Bobby gets out for about 30. Then me and, me and Ian Clarkson put nearly 190 on for a second. And he was saying like, you had to get out. You know, when I got to 50, we were like, get out. So I thought, right, well, I weren't changing my game. I hit bloody tight to it, everything. So, and it come off. So when I, when I got in 80s, they said like, whoa, try and get 100 now. Anyway, I'm a, I'm a, we, we, beat, we beat the main clocks at really clobbered and that day. So, yeah, so I have had an underdog turf, but never had one, never had one at Lancashire League. I've never had a 50 at Burnley. Around 50 on them, Burnley's one of them. Not all the 40s, but not 50. I think that's the only ground, isn't it, Brian? That's the only ground you've not had a 50 on. God, is it? But no, I thought, thought a few more. All oh, right, I thought that was the only one. Was well, that 50 at every ground? It probably yeah, are. Uh, yeah, in relation to the, not in relation to the new grounds, but at every of the other, every one of the other grounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll have. Yeah, I am. Uh, so, Higgy. You're right, you never had a 50 at, at Burnley. No. Your high score was 43. You didn't have a 50 at Enfield. You got 49. Yeah, I yeah. That. And you didn't get a 50 at Ramy. You got 46. Yeah, right. I get a, I'd had a few 40s. Um, my favourite squad used to call me Brian Forte. <laughs> so, I used to get, you know, lots of Ramy 40s. Like the Brian Forte's. <laughs> <laughs> It's good fun. Anything else, Brian, about any, you know, no, no, the no, dressing no. room and, you know, we used to have a good laugh in that dressing room, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. I mean, yeah, I can't remember half the tales at Fines, uh, I can remember um, a Jack Hayes, you might have heard it. Jack Hayes, we, we decided to have a fun day, right, to make money on the Saturday where we'd all been out for... I don't know why, I don't know why, we had to match on the Saturday, so we had, we had the fun day. So, he says to me, um, right, I want you to go on the coconut shard. I said, right, right, I'll go on, <laughs> he's laughing over. He says, go on the coconut shard, right, this is what you do. You eat a coconut, you give him, you give him a coconut, so a bag of coconuts. Anyway, I've been on about, I weren't feeling a bit wistfully. This bloke come up, his wife, who looked like a weightlifter, who about six foot three, muscles on muscles, two kids trailing behind him. She was there with handbag, picture of the same. So we borrowed this coconut shard off Lucas's. Frank Porter, when he wrote committee down there, he borrowed this coconut shard for us. I get so how much? I'm just to make this up 50p for three, something like this. I can't remember. Anyway, 
he has a go. And they were going 100 mile an hour, but nowhere near coconuts. Anyway, he's like that. Anyway, he must have had about, he got the money, he must have had four quids with him. And he says, uh, hey, are them stuck on? I said, well, wait, I'm not. So I'm here, toddles over, lifts them all up, as you do, one by one, all in up. I'm having one more do, and I'm like praying. And I'm like, will you wait? That bloody call. Anyway, he manages, I don't know which one, he hit one. So I rushes over, gives him coconut, thanks very much, doesn't put some coconut back on. Anyway, Frank Porter's walking past about 10 minutes later. He's looking. He says, uh, what? What's happened? I said, you mean what's happened? What's it bloody coconut? I bloody give it to him. He said, yeah, look, they're woodens. <laughs> <laughs> and I give him, seriously, I give him a wooden coconut and put a reel in back off top of the thing. Anyway, <laughs> so it, we had a bit of a damage system. And here's this, I don't know who it was. Has anybody got a wooden coconut? <laughs> to the, uh, I could just imagine him digging his teeth into it. You know, I thought if he comes back, I'm getting clobbered here. You know, complete true story. And it made the Burnley Express at Christmas, right? Because it, it made it week after because somebody split on me. And, and it got it Burnley Express. And it was a quiz at Christmas which player give a wooden coconut on their Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. It's true, completely true. And yeah. I mean, I might have to swear. Jack says, uh, what are we having on? What what are we doing? Anyway, it got all disorganised. It was going really, really well. And they got a, they booked, a, uh, they got a, a fortune teller just to make a, you know, we were on 50%. Wherever she took, we got 50%. So this fortune teller, fortune teller gets there. Anyway. She just started, and another fortune teller turned up, right? So Jack A says to her, what, what, uh, what, what's going on here? She says, uh, why are you here? She said, well, I should have said, look, if you're any fucking good, you'd have known she were coming. <laughs> so you can go. <laughs> I'm not making it up. <laughs> Completely turned. Loved it. Loved him, Jack. Loved him. Loved him. There is, <sighs> there is almost, you know, and that's why your, uh, you know, your breed, your generation, we need to get, you know, the Jack A stories down, you know, Stanny's granddad and, and my yeah. dad stories. That oh, were there. Stan, uh, um, Stanny's, grand, Stanny's granddad were my dad's best mate. And they're going back room on a Thursday night, every Thursday religiously and... Go and put the world to right and sit in boiler room in winter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, well, no, hang on. No, it weren't Stanley's dad. It was a bloke called George Stevenson. I have to apologise there. It's a bloke called George. Yeah, they had uh, Stevenson's memorials on uh, Rosendale Road. It was not George Stevenson. He used yeah. to be the drinking partners. Uh, yeah. Weren't to have Stanley's dad. I got mixed up. Stanley's granddad was. Uh, I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. He was. I'll not forget when we first started with the bonfires. Or well, I, you know, I crack. I wasn't involved. I was probably only ten or twelve or something. And my dad and Stanley's granddad used yeah. to go round in the morning and collect all the nails up from car park and take them home and use them again. Yeah, 
Although Jack Hayes, uh, he used to come up in his slippers. He had to light the bonfire. And we used to have it on the car park. Yeah. And there used to be a telegraph pole adjacent to where... He, I mean, we must have burnt that down three times. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm all one year old. All, Bones are off on Four Hill Street. <laughs> I'm a bit to Jack. Look, wind's blowing that way. It'd be Ray, it'd be Ray, anyway. What? Any telegraph pole? Honestly, I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He used to be falling fire every year, didn't he? He'd like, yeah. light it, it'd be full of petrol and, and other ridiculously <laughs> explosive things. He used to chuck it on. He could have set himself you know, burned himself at round, could you? He was brilliant, though. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. It was we once I know I'm going off I mean I'll just tell this as a last story. Brian Nothing to do with cricket. With a big do on down Lower House. You know what we're like old in this. And uh, it, I don't know why I were there. They were this couple, they look like a bit well to do, Jess. So so he's serving behind bar, right? And uh, he says uh, she, she said I, I'd like a um, what was it? A martini with a cherry. <laughs> so Cherry looks up looks up with this jar with one cherry in it. On top shelf. I don't know how old it were, but it were old. So he gets on them, you know they have them like little swords, he puts it through cherry, puts it on the ground. Anyway, who were waiting on? Who we were waiting on? So <laughs> so <laughs> so she sucks it. And leaves a glass there, so he says to this waiter, get that cherry, go and get that cherry back. So, <laughs> drops it back in glass, right? Yeah, through, through it. And he did it three times. Anyway, fourth time, she goes up, picks a little sword up with a cherry, and eats it. Right? Jack says to her, you bastard, you've eaten my cherry. <laughs> Honest, no, no messing, no culture. I never believe he'd have four dudes, honest. True, that's how we were. He was he were, he were incredible. I loved him to be. He was incredible. Incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> laugh, laugh, unbelievable. So funny. How was it then, Brian? I mean, without getting, I don't want to get into the serious side because these stories are so funny. How was it with the, because it was more of a social club than a cricket club, really, a lot of the time when you played. No. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I suppose it were, but let's get it right. We enjoy, we, uh, we enjoyed this cricket. I, I love the, I love the cricket. Love to play, you know, a lot of characters. I mean, my we probably didn't take it as serious as it should have done. As I said, I think it changed with Gary Moore when we started analysing stuff. You, 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 you know better than I did. Need to start to analyse stuff and why did we do this? Could we not have done this better? Or yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it changed, and right, and rightly so. I mean, it's good set up now. I mean, our training consisted of three times, one, three times round, round, and not rate. And now that knock up, not rate. I mean, it's great watching, you know, playing football now, you know, they do with net and you, you warm up Jordan, not like that. Nobody yeah. ever like hit a ball to me, and, and you know, it, it, it's great, great to watch. We've moved on, and rightly so. Right, okay. You can't take. They can never take them away, Brian, and that's why it's so good. No, I say I didn't win a, I didn't win a card, but yeah, no I played oh, in yeah. a good area, and I know. I, I, I mean, 
I've said to myself, I might be blowing my own tongue. I got runs against some test bowlers. Right? Yeah. yeah. Quite, so they can't take that no. The, the balls I played against, Madden, you, you know, I could go through a string of them. You can't take them away from yourself, can you really? You're the crazy. bowlers you've named, Higgy, you know, Michael Holding, Dennis Lilly. Neil Old, Neil Old. I mean, they were both, they played the South Africa, and they called him the General, and he was quick as I know they called Grant. I do play against him, Jess. So what was his real name? Grant. We called him the General because General Grant, he called it. He was wide, he was wide as he were tall. Bloody hell, he was, he was quick. Who did I mean, he go for? I don't know his first name. Who did he go for? Rottenstall. Right, uh, no, I can't remember him. Yeah, well, Ben, you know, I mean, he, he, were, he were brilliant. He, he, he were a really good ball. I mean, uh, he made his, um, Macmillan. Yeah. Called Rot, uh, Rami. And, uh, he just can remember facing him. He opened bowling with three, three sweaters. We played him early on and see he did three sweaters on. Oh, yeah. fuck, this bloke won't be quick. Only took about five paces. Bloody yeah. hell, where I wrong? Yeah. What a good one yeah. he were. You know, there's, there's some good ones about. Rudy Bryson were quick. We knew at Ramy, were not he? We meant to be Ramy. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, probably did. I, I know they were a bloke at Hemfield. Stan tells his tale, that didn't mean. We'd open batting called Johnson and field. I can't remember. We were quick. We were West Indian, right? And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm batting. I'm, but we're both batting, right? and they come in off edge handle, not going to hand. And we're about twenty to one, and he's going really wind up. And 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 Stan, I know Stan's talking to me, and he probably what Stan used to he used to say, "My mate said like you know." Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Anyway, I said, uh, "What have you said to him?" I get, get myself prepared. We had a chat in the middle of thing. He says, "He says, uh, <laughs> he says to him, well, if you think we edge him, wait till uh, said uh, we cross back sluggers. Wait till they come in, you know, something like that." I went blinking, ballistic, absolutely ballistic. So used to wind up, wind up. Wait till cross back sluggers come in. Um, going right back, right. Really bowling. On, I used to live near Arger Clough. I mean, Mick, I'm not mentioning Mick Swift. Mick Swift, uh, 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 he, he went to Burma. But we learned on the concrete, the two concrete pitches on Arger Clough Recre. You used to yeah. buy a court ball, you know, that's how you get corky from. That's why I could never bat spinners because you couldn't bolt slow. You used to bowl it, you used to go ping. Yeah. <laughs> we learned, we learned to. We learned to bat on there with no bat and me, me and Mitch and Bobby Enter, who went on to play for Lenka, he'd be four or five years older than us. And he yeah. used to come to play because he lived on Arger Street yeah. near where and <laughs> they used to have wicket keepers, right? Wicket keepers. There'd be two wicket keepers. One had a court, right? And one had like thin thing. So if he missed it with court, what with thin thing stopped it. You know, so we have to we have to walk the other end. We'd only be about twelve, something like that, eleven or twelve. But we used to play for hours hours on there. And That's Swift you were there with you. Learned to play fast bowling, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean we opened quite a bit with Mick Swift uh, and he he was a decent cricketer. But I think he came from I don't know, I think he went to Burnley then to then come to Wolves. I can't work sure. Not sure. He was a good player. 
Brian, that's been that's been brilliant. Really thank interesting you. to listen to. So thank you for coming on and giving us your time. It's really appreciated. No, no, no problem at all. I've enjoyed it. Brian, that has been amazing. Gordon! Gordon! Send more house to save the house!